Okay, folks, we're not even halfway through the weekend, and I have got more bombastic, very important information to share with you regarding the Trump indictment. We're going to stay focused on this report and focus in on what the left, the Marxists, are hoping to accomplish. We're going to do that by looking at a very insightful and important Tucker Carlson segment from last night, and we're also going to look at some very important insight from Marjorie Taylor Greene having to do with the optics that the Democrats want. Uh, she's out there being very active, sharing what's going on on social media. So let's start off with this series of clips of Marjorie Taylor Greene breaking down the indictment of President Trump and what the left want going into the 2024 election from this sham indictment. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-whim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. been indicted by the George-funded Manhattan DA, Alvin Bragg. And you think about the irony of that is, is pretty profound. But the reason why I wanted to share with you that I won my case is because I'm also going to tell you right now, Trump will win and he will beat Alvin Bragg and he will beat the left at every single punch they throw at him. Yep. And I want you to know that, yes. Now, I and perhaps you are clapping along with the audience that Marjorie Taylor Greene was presenting to here yesterday. And of course, we know what's really going on here. We know that these people are evil, vile, wicked, sons and daughters of Satan, the liar. And we know that this is a hoax because the federal government already passed on this indictment and investigation. There's nothing to it. This is from back in 2016. And I'll tell you why. They are nothing but a bunch of liars. Amen. Just like Joe Biden is a liar, so is this Alvin Bragg. Listen. President Trump is completely innocent. This whole thing, had been, they went through it in his 2016 election. And here they are trying to drag it back out again. The entire thing was completely investigated back then. Before Marjorie Taylor Greene zeroes in on the optics that the Democrats are looking towards and forwards to and why they want this indictment of President Trump, she reminds the audience here of some very important things like that. Just like Letitia James, Alvin Bragg from the very beginning said, we're getting Trump. He was on the get Trump crowd. And just like she told the audience reminded us that this is an old 2016 investigation. She reminds us of the reality that their star witness is a liar. And of course we're talking about Michael Cohen. So Alvin Bragg, he ran for his position on the whole idea that he was going to put President Trump in jail. Well, here he comes 
in the face of other people in his office, telling them not to do it, here he comes pulling up a phony indictment because he's claiming that there was hush money paid to Stormy Daniels when it was Michael Cohen that paid Stormy Daniels. Everyone knows that, especially Michael Cohen, because he went to jail for that. Liar. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you heard that lady there at the very uh, end of that clip. She's like me. He's a liar. Anyway, let's get back to the Michael Cohen breakdown by Marjorie Taylor Greene. He's a liar. And then Michael Cohen, who at that time had been an attorney on President Trump's campaign. Well, guess what, everybody? And if you're any attorneys in the room or if you've ever paid one, you know this to be true. You have to pay attorneys because they send you bills. Well, Michael Cohen was an attorney on the campaign. So, of course, President Trump's campaign paid Michael Cohen for his services. But it had nothing to do with any hush money. It had everything to do with attorney fees. MTG reminds the crowd of a very important fact that I covered this week here on Open Source News, even showing you the actual letter that was signed. And that is that the person at the focus of this whole thing denied this ever happened. In fact, was hit with having to reimburse President Trump $300,000 in legal fees for lying about this entire thing. And then it was Stormy Daniels herself that wrote her own testimony and signed her name and she said, that she lied about the affair with President Trump. How often, if you watch the mainstream media, and perhaps you don't, that's what I do. I watch the mainstream media and I scrub all that information and present it to you. I watch the mainstream media so you don't have to. But if you do watch the mainstream media, when was the last time you had them mention or make the point obvious that this whole thing is based on Stormy Daniels who wrote a letter saying that she denied the allegations, it didn't happen, that she was stuck with a $300,000, I think that was the amount of money, but hundreds of thousands of dollars in reimbursement legal fees for President Trump. And is the mainstream media also reminding people that Michael Cohen is a perjurer? Yet they're still acting as if this whole thing is legitimate. But why are they doing it? Because of optics. And when you think of optics, you think about how things look, right? That's the definition of optics. And that's literally what the Democrats are after, according to Marjorie Taylor Greene. So what are we doing? Yeah. Yes, we're wasting time. I'll tell you all they want. Let me tell you something. They just want a mugshot. Marjorie Taylor Greene is so correct. The Democrats want to be able to use in their ads mugshot, the mugshot, the upcoming mugshot of President Trump. That's what they want. They're going to they just want that visual. You know, the minute that's leaked and released, it's going to be the front page picture for MSNBC, CNN, President Trump indicted, mugshot, fingerprinted, arrested, and then, of course, all of their articles, which are really just op-ed pieces and editorial will say, this is why President Trump can't win. He's not able to run. They're going to go over that false narrative that President Trump can't run because he's been indicted. Crazy. I mean, the fantasy art is already out there. I showed you the other day uh, the the uh, AI-generated art of President Trump getting arrested, 
getting handcuffed, getting escorted. And of course, there's tons of images out there of him, mugshots, an orange jumpsuit, etc. But Marjorie Taylor Greene has some pretty funny advice for President Trump regarding this upcoming mugshot. And I hope to God that President Donald J. Trump smiles as pretty for that picture because they're going to use it in all their campaign ads. So I want my president to look good, don't you? Now, interestingly enough, I thought it would be fun to go and try to do a AI-generated picture of Donald Trump smiling for a mugshot. So I went onto my Dolly account to try to generate that. And interestingly enough, interestingly enough, it wouldn't let me generate that because it goes against their policies of generating an image that could be used to deceive or have political use. Very interesting. But that's the whole, uh, one of the whole optics they want is to have President Trump arrested and in uh, indicted and then have those mugshot pictures. And of course, this has been a long time covering, coming, folks. They've been salivating after going after Trump. I mean, they've been salivating and going after Trump for a long time to try to get this very elusive mugshot. Remember, it started all the way back with the Russian collusion hoax. Unbelievable. It's a witch hunt. It's Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. Russia, Russia, Russia. The Mueller investigation, impeachment hoax number one, impeachment hoax number two, January 6th until we're all sick of hearing about January 6th, and now we have this garbage going on. Can you believe the mockery they are making of America? A mockery indeed. All right, so that's one part of it, right? The optics ad nauseum are going to hear is President Trump indicted, indicted. We've known he's been a crook for a long time. I can hear Adam Schiff on MSNBC and CNN and all of these leftist pundits. I can hear Joe Scarsborough going, President Trump indicted, and they're going to be having that mugshot picture and saying, we told you he was a crook, and now that brave DA Alvin Bragg, against all odds, finally brought the case to prove that President Trump is a crook. That's going to be the narrative. But how does President Trump fight back against that narrative? Well, check this out. Tucker Carlson had Harmeet Dillon on last night, and they talked about that, about the other side of that. Now, they're going to have one narrative and one optic with President Trump's mugshot and him having been arrested, but they're also going to try to, well, you'll see try to silence President Trump legally so he can't combat this insanity. Donald Trump is engaged. He's the front runner by 30 points. In, you have seen cases, politicized cases, as with Roger Stone, in which the person charged is gagged by the judge and not allowed to speak about the charges. This is increasingly common in violation of the First Amendment, obviously, but it happens. If this happens to Donald Trump, he will lose his free speech rights as a candidate in a presidential race. Wow, folks, this is this is very strong possibility that they are going to trap, uh, try to spring a gag order on President Trump so he can't talk about the case. He can't be outspoken. 
they're going to give him the Roger Stone treatment. I mean, we know that President Trump has been very vocal about Alvin Bragg and the billionaire Georgie Porgy, the Zorro man himself being behind him. And let's, let, let's just remind ourselves what happened to Roger Stone. Amy Berman Jackson, the Obama-appointed judge, slapped Roger Stone with a gag order because of Instagram posts. Roger Stone, the president's longtime friend, advisor, and outspoken defender, is now under a gag order and facing possible jail time if he speaks to the media about his case, period. Stone in legal trouble for posting this image online of the judge overseeing the special counsel's case against him. That's right, folks. Remember that? Amy Roman Jackson getting frustrated with Roger Stone for a post on Instagram And part of that post that made her angry was posting facts about her appointment. Some of the president's closest advisors remain in the spotlight, including one who found himself facing a very frustrated judge. In this biting statement from Stone, noting that Jackson was an appointee of Obama. All right. So that happened to Roger Stone. Can they do it to President Trump? So on one hand, they'd have the mugshot and the optics and the reporting ad nauseum that President Trump has been arrested, arraigned, and indicted. At the same time that President Trump has announced his campaign, they try to slap him with a gag order so he can't talk about anything on the campaign trail. Is this even possible? Would they even try this move? And I'm just wondering if you think that could potentially happen. Well, it very much could happen. In fact, we've seen it talked about on television already. Harmeet Dillon says it could happen. And the Democrat operatives on the left side of the aisle are already discussing this possibility. I hadn't seen those reports. I guess I'm not watching enough mainstream media to have seen that. And I watch a lot so that you guys don't have to. And in fact, the, the president has been subject to similar, former president, subject to similar allegations in other uh, litigation that he's involved in, also way beyond the statute of limitations. The story is that because he says uh, mean things about people sometimes on his uh, free speech platforms, that he should not be allowed to speak about a fundamental issue of due process. So what Harmeet Dillon is telling Tucker Carlson here, that President Trump's scathing opinions of those involved in the judicial system may be grounds for them to try to muzzle him. That would be a gross miscarriage of justice if it occurs, and I would not be surprised to see this politicized prosecutor make that request of this judge. We're talking about things he said about Alvin Braggs, the Mr. Georgie Porgy who has funded him, Letitia James, and other nefarious deep state puppets within the judicial and law enforcement systems federally and locally here in the United States. Now, a question that begs to be asked is, if this did happen to President Trump, what then? Would he cooperate? What would be his options? 
would anyone be able to stop it? Well, certainly the lawyers in this case uh, will argue against that, and it may be the kind of issue that they seek an immediate appeal on if they lose. But at the end of the day, if a court sets those rules, then, you know, a litigant has to abide by them or be in contempt of court. Yeah, they love their contempt charges. They love their contempt charges, whether it's of Congress, whether it's of court, anything that they can get someone on a process type charge on, they will run toward that because that's a lot easier in their eyes than a full-blown actual trial for supposed crimes committed. Absolute craziness. And according to Harmeet Dillon, it even wouldn't be worth President Trump really butting up against this. And you know that itself would be a very dangerous course to pursue. A dangerous course for Trump to pursue, breaking some sort of gag order that he may or may not uh, receive? Or would it be bad precedent and a bad move for the deep state? Or is it both? No matter which way you cut it, this entire case from its inception to its continuation to its now being brought to fruition, uh, what we hear from the New York Times, not from anything that the DA's office has told the defense team, is that there are 30 plus charges. We don't know what they are. Uh, the New York Times knows what they are. And so this is not the way that justice is meant to go in the United States. That's right. Justice is supposed to be blind, not a political tool used by one side against the other. And folks, I've said this a million times. I'll say it again. It's not just about Trump. It's not just about one side being right or the other. The pendulum always swings back the other way. And when it's not Trump, when he's no longer in this mess, we as everyday citizens might find ourselves in this mess if it's not corrected forthwith. And what I'm afraid of, Tucker, is that this isn't just going to be about Donald Trump. It's going to undermine all citizens' confidence in the rule of law in this country and that is really tragic. Yeah, it is. And it has far-reaching and lasting generational consequences um, that I don't think anyone's thought through. No one on the left has, and I'm sure some have, but they don't care about the consequences. They are not having children. They don't care about the coming generation. Everything is about themselves, the here and now. Now, folks, I want to leave you this last clip. Probably... One of the most important clips I've played for you in this episode. For those of you that made it this far in the video, if you have, go down below in the comment section and just give me a thumbs up. That's it. Just a thumbs up. And I'll know that you're one of those that watches the whole episode all the way through. I appreciate you doing that. Now, remember how they villainize Russia and Vladimir Putin back in 2016, how they villainized President Trump on January 6th. Yet, wouldn't everything that Tucker and Harmeet talked about essentially be the crime of the century by silencing and gagging a person running for president of the United States, running a campaign, and them not being able to actually campaign and say the things they want to to potential voters 
and constituents. That sounds to me like, I don't know, interference. I, I honestly think it's impossible to imagine greater election interference, a greater or more aggressive attack on our democracy than gagging a presidential candidate in a presidential year. I mean, Vladimir Putin has never dreamed of any attack on the United States more damaging than that. Indeed, a great perspective by Tucker Carlson. What are your thoughts? Put it down below.